Cochlear Implant Basics is a site for candidates, recipients, and their families and friends. If you or a loved one is profoundly hard of hearing, newly deaf, or have experienced sudden hearing loss, we are here to share our stories and tell how receiving a cochlear implant can be a life-changing event. This site is not medical advice, nor is it brand-specific. Within these podcasts and videos, you will meet recipients who faced hearing loss situations, and hearing aids could no longer provide comprehension of speech or music. They share the stories of how they lost their hearing, their struggles with growing isolation from their family and friends, their inability to compete in the world of business, their difficulties of navigating air travel without hearing, how the joy of music disappeared, and the panic of not being able to use a telephone to contact 911 to get aid for a loved one. They will talk about their fears and the reason they procrastinated to get a cochlear implant and the reasons they moved forward. How receiving a cochlear implant changed their lives and the lives of those who surround them. You will meet audiologists and surgeons and those who support the deaf and hard of hearing communities. Welcome to Cochlear Implant Basics. Reminder, Cochlear Implant Basics is not offering medical advice. Please consult your own healthcare provider. Sherry Edwards suffered with Meniere's disease for 20 years. It left her deaf in one ear and with vertigo issues that forced her to stop driving. In November 2019, she underwent surgery for her balance issues and simultaneously was given a cochlear implant. As promised, this is a post-operation interview and following up and we get to hear her remarkable story. I prefer to let Sherry tell it in her own words. This is her story. Good morning. Good morning. We're talking with Sherry Edwards this morning and part two of our original interview. And Sherry, you had surgery on November 19th. I don't have the date when you were activated. Could you describe the recovery from your surgery? Well, of course, as you know, I had a labyrinthectomy as well as the cochlear implant done. And recovery from the labyrinthectomy was tough, especially the first two, three days, just the vertigo and balance issues. That's normal. And it gets better as you work really hard at your vestibular exercises. It gets better over the weeks. Well, I was activated on December 11th to answer your question about that. But I would say now... I'm coming up on two months. On the 19th, it'll be two months since surgery. And my balance is probably about 85, 90% consistently. The exercises that they have me doing that are intense are the hard ones. (laughs) But I'll get well. So the question is, what kind of exercises, how many hours a day do you have to do them? Is it every day or... It is every day. I usually do them between an hour and a half and two hours a day. I break them up in half-hour slots. And they consist of different ways of moving your eyes, different ways, whether you're standing or sitting. They have a balance. It's like a cushion that they have you stand on when you're doing some of these harder ones. And what it does is it challenges your balance so that your brain can learn how to balance with just one labyrinth. But every day is a little bit better, or is it like a plateau where you are now? It would make more sense to measure it like from week to week as opposed to day to day. Because day to day, a lot of times you can't tell a difference. But when you look back a week or more, you can tell. 
That's on your balance side. What about right. activation day when you had the implant activated? What was that like? That was really exciting, sort of weird. Everything was incredibly loud. So that took some getting used to. It was good that I had some practice with having tinnitus for a long time <laughs> because I just, I wore it anyway, even though everything was really loud. My audiologist said I had a great activation. I was able to actually understand some words. She sounded mechanical, but I was able to understand some words through it. activation, which I understand. I'm very, very blessed. I think it's Absolutely. a nice circuit. Yeah. And ever since activation day, your hearing has gotten better. Yeah, I've just been working really hard on practicing and listening, and I'm convinced that that makes a huge difference. Can you describe what you're doing for listening practice? People want to know that. Mostly what I do is I'll get an audio book on my phone, and then I'll actually order the hard copy, and I read at the same time that I'm listening. So that's been really helpful When I'm running around the house doing chores or whatever, I do a lot of just streaming directly to the CI. I walk on the treadmill at the same time streaming to my CI with the TV streamer and the closed captions off. I usually do that for about an hour, hour and a half every day. So those are all things that really help. And yesterday I just got some new Bose headphones and I'm absolutely in love. (laughs) Tell us about the Bose headphones. What happens? Well, because I am fortunate enough to only be deaf on one side, my good ear hears the full sound like a natural ear would. And I think it's going to help to train my CI because for the first time in 15 years, I now have stereo sound. It's just, I can't even put it into words how amazing that is. It's so awesome. Yeah. (laughs) Very cool. What did you play first when you put the stereo sound on? What were you listening to? Well, Karen Carpenter is one of my favorite old, you know, from teenage years. Mostly jazz. I love jazz and old 70s stuff, the mellow 70s stuff. I found jazz the easiest to recover, to use for rehabilitation, too. Because anything with swing with a lot of brass just seems to be easier. Yeah, I've noticed that with jazz, too. It's good to hear you say that because I'll stream it more. I mean, these poor headphones are going to get used <laughs> a lot. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I, same thing. Same thing. I went to uh, Best Buy. I tried on every single pair of headsets before I decided on one. How right. did you decide on the Bose? Well, I know Bose because we have a Bose stereo system and stuff. I've always, always loved them. I know they're expensive, but they're worth it. And I looked at the size of the inside of the ear piece that covers your ear. And I picked the one that's not the highest level. It's the next to the highest level because it had the largest opening. And I wanted to make sure it covered the microphones well. I did the same thing. Did you? That's good. Absolutely the same thing. Tell me a little bit about speech. How is that coming along? You had um, speech recognition. Oh my God. I've been fortunate to have the activation and then three mappings since activation. This last one, she tested me with sentences and I got 96% speech recognition. I was absolutely blown away. And it is still echoey, it still sounds loud and it echoes. That's the best way, a bit muffled maybe. But if I focus and pay attention, that's the level at which, I mean, to be that way a month after activation, 
I'm very aware that a lot of people don't get to have these kinds of results right away. And I'm just humbled and grateful beyond measure. Can I ask you again? I want to go back to the headset because you have natural hearing in one ear and the CI in the other. That's um, correct. So tell me a little bit how that sounds. Well, of course, in my good ear, it sounds incredibly gorgeous through both headphones. I always turn the app on to the music setting. And I would say tinny is one of the words I would use to describe it. Also, I don't hear pitch nearly as well. So when I'm using the Bose headphones, I find myself just closing my eyes and like trying to tell my brain, this is the pitch. This is where we're at because I can hear it clearly with my good ear. Wow. And yeah, I'm so, very blessed. So music's coming back. It is. I was telling my husband last night, I really feel like I'm getting music back, especially growing up with my dad as a music teacher and stuff. I just... There's no words you can put to that that say how meaningful that is. It's just incredible. And this, this is just the beginning. so important. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Last night you sent me a clip of you playing the flute. Oh, yes. I was blown away. How long ago was it you played the flute? Oh, probably 35 years. <laughs> yes, so I'm incredibly rusty. <laughs> it was absolutely beautiful. Beautiful. Oh, thank you. It's kind of like riding a bike. I noticed <laughs> practicing yesterday for the first time, it took me a little bit to go, oh, yeah. And then it just started to come back. And yeah, I've got lots of practicing in my future, though, as well. And I want to do the same with the piano because, from what I understand, to train your brain, it's kind of like speech and reading. So if you speak it, you write it, and you read it, you do all those things and you listen to it. It's part of how we learn to speak. Uh, music is the same way. If you play it, you read it on the music, and you're listening to it at the same time, it's supposed to help your brain catch on. So You're obviously doing a good job with it. Yeah, well, starting. I feel so new at this still, but just beyond <laughs> thrilled with my results. So. Now, your balance is coming back a bit, and you told us in your first interview you haven't driven in 20 years. Well, on that interview, I got off on another subject talking about CIs and I didn't answer that. I haven't driven in eight years. I've had Meniere's for 20 years. Okay. So I am seriously looking forward to getting to the place where the vestibular therapist releases me and said, yep, you can go get your license. And I expect that to probably be in the next month or six weeks. Wow. Yeah. We want to be there for your driving test. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not looking forward to that, but we'll get it done. <laughs> That's great. This is fabulous. I'm so happy for you. The results oh, thank were spectacular. you. Would you like to say anything to everybody out there who's on the fence at this point? You know, I think I said this in the first interview. Life is short. Just do it. Just jump in with both feet. Give it your all. When you don't feel like it, push yourself to do the practicing. Just do it because it enriches your life in a way that you can't even put into words. For me, the ability to be able to have directional hearing now is just huge. So when a sound comes, even though it might not sound like it does in my right ear yet, at least I know where it's coming from. 
And that's a huge deal with single-sided deaf people because the sound, you have no idea where it's coming from. So yeah, I would just encourage people to reach out to people like you and myself and others that would support them and just walk the journey. To be honest, recovering from the labyrinthectomy was much more difficult by far than the CI. Much more difficult. So if all you're doing is just the CI recovery, yes, it's surgery, but man, my experience was that it was not difficult. I'm glad you had it done. I'm glad you're making such tremendous progress. We're all very proud of you. Oh, thank you, Richard. Yes. Yes. Just amazing. So thank you so much. I want to take a moment, too, to say thank you for all that you do. You work so hard to empower people, encourage them so that they can join the world of hearing again. And it just means so much to so many. So I want to take a moment to just say thank you for that. You're more than welcome. I get great pleasure when I hear success stories. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. We'll stay in touch. Okay. Very good. Thanks, Richard.